Good. How are you? Uh, listen, I'm not going to pretend like we didn't just have a half hour phone conversation before this. <laughs> it's for the audience, okay? Do they care? Okay, Arslan, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I hate us. What kind of fucking intro is this? <laughs> this, is, this is the podcast we produce. Oh, God. Okay, you're good? Chalo, maybe I'm... good. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the trailer for this show that's going around Oimoti. Yeah. You must have. Uh, it's on TikTok, uh, it's on Facebook. It's everywhere. Huh. So, what did you think when you saw it? I was just triggered beyond... <laughs> it's like, what... Pakistani dramas are just going all out. I think I told you, Pakistan is where you make your dreams come true because you can produce any bullshit. Anything. Matlab, imagine you're sitting in your board meeting and you're like, okay, so this is a drama, whatever, blah, blah. <laughs> What's the title? Oi Moti. And everyone <laughs> signs off on it. <laughs> and the song, Oi Moti. Like, what? Okay, so who's singing the it's song? stuck okay. in my head. Like someone agreed to sing it. Like, My daddy ma is going to say something in the kitchen. I'm going to be like, oh, Moti. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so for those who haven't seen it, it's, um, I think the video that's going viral right now is she's, it's, there's this TikToker, Pakistani, who's in it with this other actor. And she's a little bit on the chubbier or healthy, as you say in Pakistan side. Mm-hmm. normal. Like she just looks like a healthy weight. She doesn't look skinny. She doesn't look fat. Whatever. So she's walking into an office. This guy falls like leptu on her. They get engaged. And then he's just like, okay, on one condition, you have to lose all this weight within the year. Otherwise, we're breaking this engagement. So everyone's like, what the fuck? So anyway. You know, I don't want to judge the content without absorbing it. So I watch it. First of all, this show does not actually have a plot. These are short stories. So not only did someone decide that there needed to be a drama of this, that there are so many angles you can be fat. Let's make a short story on each. That's amazing. Okay? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, if you saw Kitni Gire Baki on Hum, like, those are really nice short stories, you know? Like, they had a good message. Or I remember my mom made me watch one Ramzan last year called Dikava, and she's like, it's a really good drama. And after five episodes, it got really weird. Where, like, this... They were showing ke, how someone stole a goat for Barid, okay. and then the goat got stolen or something. And the story was like, "This is your makafat or whatever." Like, don't do the kava for people. And I was just like, "This is some fucked shit." <laughs> anyway, like yeah. So these short episodes are different stories, like I said, and uh-huh. they each have like, I guess, a fat girl experience. And what is fucking me up about the show, Arslan? is all the actresses who are playing the roles of the fat girls are literally all the skinny girls just wearing a fat suit oh or socks god. shoved into the shalwar. Oh my god. You're telling me there are no like genuinely plus size people to play those roles. Hello, the drama, it's concept one side. You couldn't find anyone? Like, seriously you could have even like your drama is already shitty you don't have to go scope out good actors and actresses mm-hmm. since you didn't care that much you could yeah. have taken any like you could have made this an actual good project and taken students from say nca 
Like, you're telling me all these girls that want to be actresses and models are all skinny? According to this drama, yes. Yeah, so I was just... So I don't remember the name of this curly-haired girl, but I don't like her anyway. Not because she has curly hair, I just don't like her. Um, And in this drama, she has a sharp jawline and a long neck, and she's wearing this obnoxious fat suit. And Arslan... She keeps walking around and supporting her back like she's pregnant. And I asked my mom, if they actually had a fat person, do you think they would stand like this? Because pregnancy, you're not used to the extra weight for the nine months. So you're supporting your back, right? But when you're fucking fat, you spent your whole life like that. Your body has learned to support it. Like no hands, ma. (laughs) I'm still doing this hands free. God, this drama. So, I was just really confused. I'm like, I don't walk around like that. I have a stick shoved up my ass. And like, what? And in this drama, uh-huh. but she's like an MBA graduate, whatever. And she goes and she finds this job in like a Blades company. And the boss is like, Sunomoti, a Blades company, like steel what blades. Okay. Okay. I thought like razor, like shaving blades. Yeah, so they use that. Blade, uh-huh. blade, okay. or you can have them in the factory, right? When they anyway, um, so she comes in, and the boss is like, and she's like so excited, and oh my god, you're the king of marketing, and he's just as if they're fucking citrus talent, and he's replying, like, ha moti, the mirror, like, raste me matana, okay. And there's like some huge business failure, and she comes up with the idea of launching, like, the, this is probably the story of how Gillette was made. But she's just like, I think we should start making men's razors with our blades. Like, what do you think? Her garme blades. And the guy's like, you are a genius. And the other guy's like, sorry, I judged you because you were fat. You're actually so smart. And honestly, I'm super attracted to you because you're smart. I can't wait to work with you. Like, son, that's a fucking fever dream. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, as someone that's fat, my intelligence has not gotten me very far. (laughs) Um, That is such a dumb storyline. There is no other word to describe it. It's so stupid. So I continued watching. I I just want to say that, Lamise, your your dedication um, to watching this content is really admirable. My dedication to watching shit, you mean? But if you watched Bombay Baby, I haven't even watched Bombay Baby. You're a fucking bitch for that. And um, you're watching this show. So yeah, um, you're really dedicated. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even started the Amir Khan show. But anyway, listen. So let uh, me tell you some more about a couple of other episodes. Okay, um, there's one where this girl, again, also walking like she's pregnant, but has a very admirable jawline. Um, her cousin comes from America and she's super excited and she loves him and he already has a girlfriend in America whose name is Monica and her name is Malika and um, oh my God. she's trying to like you know enjoy with her cousin sort of thing like flirt with him and shit as they do in Pakistan with cousins yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway and then he's like I don't even like you I like my girl monica back in the states and she's like you know what these girls from back in america don't respect you they're not wifey types they're not like us girls in pakistan who take care of you 
So, you know, to elevate herself, she has to cut the rest of us down. And then he calls. Oh, she was just like, like boys America And she he has a fight with her on the phone and he's just like, I just don't think you're a wifey type. Okay, bye. And then he's just like, Tum right ho, I love you. Wait, how long are these how long are these episodes? They're like 40 minutes because so much is happening, right? This is a one minute storyline. Well, that's because of the way I'm telling you. Like beach I'm not gonna dictate every drama like episode. Like, what the hell do you think this is? <laughs> no, but this is so oh so dumb. Okay, but really what the show was attempting to do, I think, is fat shaming is a huge problem generally, but especially so in the Pakistani community, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what they were trying to show is like the way we shame fat people, like will be in Sanotan. So I guess the idea was rooted somewhere in a nice place of their heart, but the execution was just shit. I mean, I think it's really um, nice that you think it came from a good place. I just feel like this is just not anything. Yeah, because you live in Pakistan. You know already. <laughs> I know the realities. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see this being like a it's not think, good. I feel like they came up with the name first because like, oh yeah, oh lol, oh moti. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> and then they're like, let's <laughs> better, kar lete, let's have some, you know, nice positive messaging. This like a nice later. song. Oi moti. <laughs> the song just kills me. Like what? Ugh. I feel stuck in my head. For, I feel bad for any kid who now goes to school. And they have to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I know this is a very common thing with Punjabi men calling their BV Moti out of, or like even just calling the kids Moti or Motu or whatever out of like endearment, right? Yeah. How many husbands do you think sang to their wives last night? Oi Moti, Sadi Boti, Menulade Boti. And then they probably went and made their seventh kid. <laughs> Um, which is so, probably why she is Moti Vichari. Oh my god, I know. Like these men are like fucking jackhammers. Unko pata nahi hota ki aurat pe kitna zulm hota. Like she's a woman, not a factory. Fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so coming back to fat shaming, yeah. our son, you and I have addressed this many times. Like we know we're not size zero. <laughs> We're pretty plus size. We're pretty, yeah. Pretty up there. Right? Yeah. What has your experience been? Like, I know we've talked about it in different episodes as well, but like, you know, just again to trigger you. What <laughs> are some things that you've dealt with growing up because of your weight? Huh, um, it's just, I feel like in Pakistan, regardless of who you are, other people feel like they have autonomy over your body this of course like is something that affects women in a much grander way or in a much worse way than it does men but everyone feels like they can say whatever they want to you um that they can prod you that they can ask you to change so ever since like i've always been a chubby kid and then that's grown into like being more plus size um it's just people are never happy 
no matter what you do like you're fat people are not happy you're thin people are like what oh, the bimar ho gaye like what's wrong with you um i just feel like shopping is such a like triggering experience at times because it's just like nothing fits me what's mm-hmm. the point you know and then like even the shop wale judge you for like asking for a certain size um like there have been times i've bought clothes that i did not fit in but because i asked for that size the shop wala said this won't fit you but i still took it and like i can't say no now <laughs> so i just buy yeah it. and it didn't fit me so um yeah that's just like it's it's at so many levels that if you go down to like start thinking about it it's going to take like a lot of time but just generally it, it's just a very demoralizing thing you know if it's not at home it was at school Right at school, you know, it's just like random people on the road, even just being like, "You need to do something," and like, I didn't, mm. um, you know, like, shut up. Um, so yeah, it's just really, really, I just it's a shitty that that's what you continuously go through, and you're conditioned to be that way also. Like, then mm-hmm. I've like not now, but like earlier, I'd say something like, "Okay, why did I say that?" Like, I've gone through the same thing. I should not be saying this to someone else. Right. Um, it's a so deep in our society very deep rooted for sure yeah hmm i can definitely say like i've had a lot of experiences that way as well and i still do you know like i went shopping and when i had lost some weight in between i was finally excited to go shop in stores that i couldn't before mm-hmm. uh one of them over here is called m boutique and they basically ali express or shein ke jitne sare kapde hain na toronto boutiques will buy them here and brand them as their own and then m boutique resells them back Okay. So like this is the best way I can explain this store. They have cute things but like I know I can get it on Shein. But uh-huh. I remember going, I lost some weight, I felt good. I picked up a couple of things and I left. And I remember that everyone where I worked had like this thing where we would wear camouflage pants once a week. So I was like, okay, I've never owned a pair of camo pants. So I went to that store and they had a really cute pair of joggers. and i looked at her and i'm like do you know the numerical sizes that because it was small medium large mm-hmm. she's just like oh like i don't know if this would fit you she was like struggling and i'm like excuse me and then she's like yeah i think the pants are like an 8 and i'm like okay and then she's just like yeah um we don't stock xls So I was just like, okay, this is so weird because in my eyes, I thought, okay, like I worked really hard. People yeah. are noticing, and then she just kicked me when I was already down. I tried yeah. the pants on; they perfectly fit, like fine. Um, so I got them and I wore them, and I walked by her, and I was just like, oh, I'm wearing the pants. But <clears throat> excuse me, even when I worked as like a receptionist for some time. I think even more so because I was a female and I was on display like people would make snide comments like a real estate agent would be like oh you know you should go on walks or something it's good for you and then when I lost weight they all came up to me they're like you're looking good you're looking good um it's all dumb things like that was yeah. how much of your self worth is tied to weight uh, I mean I think as a child like it's entirely based on your weight like i remember in like eighth or ninth grade i started playing squash i lost a lot of weight then and that's when i felt like the bully stopped i was like okay great mm-hmm. that's just okay like i can finally enjoy school um but then you know <laughs> the way our lives work we gain the weight back yeah so when that cycle happened 
then it started all over again. It, it was as if that progress I felt like I had made with them as a person, as a human being, that was all like undone. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just really, I think that's just like the, like one of the lowest points. I was just like, what, like, what do I need to do? Um, so yeah, it was just really, really shitty. The worst part is, I guess, beyond even like our own perspective and lens is people's shaming, right? The fact that people feel entitled to say something or do something like my nanny once I think I've said this before but like just randomly in the car I leaned over to do something and she said to me it's high time you lose weight you're going to university and I'm like does that affect my absorption of knowledge do I get my degree faster if I'm skinny imagine like do they give me a PhD instead of a bachelor's like please tell me yeah and you know even when I think old people in general just don't have a filter and they may think it's coming from a nice place but it just it doesn't come that way because you know someone else in the family has said to my sister the next time you come here I want to see you like this and he did like a slim shape right oh my god I was like what the fuck why are you even looking and you know even I guess with other people I have always been self-conscious about my weight when it came to like relationships as well where mm-hmm. I was just like oh no one's ever gonna like me because I'm fat blah 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 yeah and then when I started getting more serious I'm like what if my sister I'll always think of like me as like some moti that puts out their son yeah it's almost like this weird imposter syndrome of just beyond <laughs> yeah. my job yeah yeah you know like what if everyone figures out that I'm actually fat mm even though it's right there and everyone knows because someone made a comment, you know, like, oh, he's working out Tumbi Jaya Karo now. And initially it hit me where I was just like, oh my God, like that means she thinks I'm fucking fat. Yeah. Um, but I really, like, I just rationalized in my head. And I'm like, that's probably not what she meant. She just wants me to work out because he works out, whatever. He's a body. I'm not. I get it. Um... <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like people... It, you know a lot of people say that oh the older generation like they don't know and that you know they always say things like oh but when you say something you forgive them but yeah. I feel like that's not I'm sorry but like I can I I don't agree with that logic like, yeah it's illogical coming, I don't know people are coming from because obviously they've also gone through it and they want to rationalize it Um, like you rationalizing that thing someone said mm-hmm. to you right like I think that's still a snarky comment but of course, you, since you're living that experience, you want to rationalize it. And it's only natural that people try to find, you know, the version of facts that might make them feel okay. So, mm-hmm. Thank you for repeating what your therapist told you. I mean, I've psychoanalyzed my episode. Anyway, continue. But when people say that all the older generation don't know, I'm sorry, but like... They know. And even, okay, fine. Even if they don't know, they should know. I'm sorry. Like, you can see when you're hurting someone. And I mean, they're perpetuating the same thing that they grew up with, right? That's a reason why I try and rationalize. And it's because, like, that person is generally the sweetest person. It's just, it doesn't excuse it. But, you know, it's like we, like you said, we shouldn't always moff it because, you know, some of them are actually educated. Exactly. Exposure hua hai onka. And or we'll, but we'll, like, you know, all the women in my mom's family freaking have a dump truck ass. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Huh, like, 
मुझे कोई शौक नहीं था चड्डी में आने का यू नो बट लाइक बंदा पूछ ही लेता है Where was my offer? Okay. Yeah, maybe both. I could have been a lingerie model, but I chose a life of modesty. <laughs> but yeah, like also, I was having this discussion once recently at like a thing with friends. They were like, "Oh, like people shouldn't say anything," you know. Like one person was like, oh, "Wait, hold on, let me remember this properly." Huh? There were three people. I was one of them. One person said, "Arslan <laughs> is stoned." I don't know why I'm friends with this person now. Looking back, and I was like, "Listen uh-huh. to me. You think we don't know we're fat? <laughs> Do you really? Literally. Think? <laughs> I climb up a one, you know, flight of stairs and I'm dead. Mira, wait, don't do that. I'm like, you think I don't know? Like, I can't run a few miles. I don't miles even meters. <laughs> Feet. I move my feet at all, okay? You think I don't? So I don't run, sweetie. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I feel like people think that by telling us that we're fat, they're you know making us aware. But the thing is that we already know. We know, man. It's like when you tell someone who has acne on their face, or is it? Have you tried washing your face? मतलब कुछ भी यू थिंक आई डोंट हैव अ मिरर इन माय हाउस व्हेन आई वॉश माय फेस ओह तो बा व्हाट्स लाइक व्हेन यू टेल समवन दैट्स डिप्रेस्ड हैव यू ट्राइड नॉट बीइंग सैड तो बा बट या दैट्स द सेम हैव यू ट्राइड शटिंग द फक अप हैव यू ट्राइड माइंडिंग योर ओन बिजनेस या But just yeah. ridiculous man just the amount of nonsense but like yeah like you shouldn't i don't know i feel that body positivity is a very important movement but i definitely think that there's something about health that needs to be observed but what i notice is within this health conversation okay. that doesn't mean someone that's fat is unhealthy 
Yes. There's so many fat people that work out. Like, there's so many women I have seen who are, you know, larger than me, but they do some astounding things, yeah. right? You know, they're they're on poles, they're doing handstands. Bro, we just joked about not running. Some of them can run. Yeah. yeah. And that goes for any body shape or size. Like, you're building your own stamina, your own strength. Exactly. Like, I know for myself, like, when I was going to the gym regularly... There was a point after which I stopped my like the number, the weight number stopped going down, my inches mm. down, like the muscle mass was building. But to one per- like to a person who doesn't see me regularly, I'd look the same. Like mm-hmm. but I know that I was doing better than I could mm-hmm. like I could outperform that idiot who told me to lose weight. Jim mm-hmm. Aramse. That much I know. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, when people would say all these things, okay, oh, can you even do this? Can you even do that? And then I would show them, like, I was able to run up the stairs without wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> or lifting, you know, like, I could do a deadlift. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, like, fine, my body doesn't look like yours, but it's also functioning differently. And, you know, when you treat your body well, and I think with not just in terms of exercising your food, but when you actually love and encourage it, mm-hmm. because when you're seeing it in that light, you know, your body immediately starts thanking you for it. Exactly. But every time someone fat shames you or makes you feel uncomfortable about your body, you in turn are not treating your body well and your body doesn't respond to it. It's yep. it's intuitive where you have that relationship where you you shouldn't understand it yourself and no one should come in between that. But if someone is going around saying like you should tell fat people to lose weight, like what the fuck? Like that's like going up to bald people and telling them to grow hair. You don't think people know? Yeah. If it makes you so uncomfortable, then I don't know. Move to LA. <laughs> Only broke bitches here. Like, sorry, I'm gonna go to Hardee's. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it in a while. Okay. I don't think we even have it here. I think it's called Carl's Junior. Mm-hmm. Carl Juniors, something like that. Yeah. Carl's Jr. What the fuck? And it's like really far in Toronto, but I don't think Hardee's is a thing here. It used to be in UAE too. Remember they had that really weird mushroom Swiss burger? Excuse me, that was my favorite. Nay, but there wasn't a burger. It was like a roast beef sandwich. Maybe it was a burger. a poster. Anyway. What the fuck was Atif Aslam's new video? Okay, guys, this episode was supposed to be about, like, shaming. And we're going to come to more shaming. But I have to shame, shame, puppy shame, Atif Aslam right now. What was that? You know that song? Okay, that song, you know, R.I.P. Musarat Nazir. I should know yeah. that was dead. Uh, should fact check. But, but her career, yeah. But her career was really good. And this is a really good song that she sang. Mm-hmm. It's one of the sexier ones. Na-na, na-na. But like minus the video, like obviously Atif sings really well, but that woman like straight up grinding was not necessary. Okay, but that's the the most halal sexy video I've seen. Also, she never took off her clothes. She's actually like, huh? There's a point of the video where like after she like you know tries to get with Atif, she goes stands against a wall and then does the same thing to the wall. She's just standing in a corner, shaving it up and down the wall. And I'm like, what is she doing? I know. And I was just like, bro, like, I can't tell if Atif's on drugs right now or he's actually paying attention. Ah, yes, 
and you know when I heard it and then my mom played the original I'm like bro this sounds like and I'm singing the sexy version my mom's singing the old version and I'm like what there are four very different songs in this room it was like the spider-man meme you know they're all pointing at each other <laughs> anyway guys if you haven't heard it it's actually a very nice song and it's giving me loungy feels like it's Aldo some collab very loungy feel yeah and it really goes well with his velo song and i want him to release an album of these like loungy songs you know what i mean there's been okay so there was early atif aslam right we all loved early atif aslam mm. then in the middle like i sort of was like eh about atif aslam like it's mm-hmm. been different but now recently like re-falling back in love with lagatar hits yaar lagatar <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word. You know, reminds me of Dubai radios. <laughs> like, yes, that's why I said it. Lagatar hit zero one zero one six for life. Oh, you know, before you, Lagatar hits to hits back to back. Um, yeah, I want him to continue doing this because I'm really liking this new image, even though it's like a very anti Tajzara Haram, but like. ंग <laughs> <laughs> That was just a little commercial break. Yeah. There's something else that's come up that I feel Pakistanis are still shaming other people about, right? <laughs> and it's mental health. Yeah. And as we know, Mira, I think she's been told to leave the States, right? Yeah. yeah. Why, why has she been told to leave the States? So there are lots of different stories, but the one that I've seen the most is that Mira went to the US recently and she wanted to get vaccinated. Uh, but when she was stopped, apparently she was like, the person was like you know you can't because blah blah reasons um and apparently mira said no like i'm a very big star in pakistan you have to vaccinate me uh this all seems very unlikely but again the entire story is just there <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro what the fuck was that yeah we just anchored anyway yes okay so i'll ask mira um so ha huh. so apparently like something went down and mira was exhibiting really problematic behavior apparently and then she was um admitted into a mental institution after which now she's been told to apparently leave the united states um all of this is unverified because her manager saying ke mira sab theek hai but her mom is saying nee mira is not okay but in any case once the news broke a lot of people made fun of the situation uh so for me that for me, shows two things um pehle ke people like to make fun of me right and the other is that people just don't take mental health seriously mhm so yeah like farihal taf who was like she was formerly a model and now she's so she posted a video where she's like announcing to a group ha 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 mira got sent to a mental institution <laughs> and everyone's mm-hmm. laughing and that was just really disturbing to watch because as someone who's gone to therapy who's had issues who's worked through them i was just like 
what are you laughing about you don't know what Mira's going through mm-hmm. uh, is this what you think mental health is a joke to you like that's really really disturbing so yeah I just feel like it, this entire episode showed that while we think that mental health key discussion hoti hai, but we're still a lot like there's still a long way to go I definitely agree because even you know all these women like to turn up as advocates you're not women but the industry likes to turn up as advocates um, and they're not you know Mira has always been shunned because of the way she speaks English the clothes she wears the things she's done and no. that's a very classist approach anyway free health off already acts like she's a fucking I don't know like she just goes around rating people and making fun of them right as if her bangs are still happening like honey it's 2021 um like what that's not it anymore and please use a deep conditioner on your hair like you can be a bitch so can I but everyone knows this but Mira must have been really going through something you know even I will say like yes I laughed at her English in between but after a while I was like why like what's the big deal exactly why am i making fun of her we all did make fun of her like that's like it was because it was popular it was okay to make fun of me now but obviously now that we've all grown up we've talked about different things we're more aware we realized that okay that is really shitty thing to do but now the thing the test is to be better now and Mm -hmm. i feel like everyone is failing that test I mean, that's the accountability piece, right? Like, we recognize that we fucked up. Like, we need to change. And this has been, you know, for a very long time, mental health is still something we struggle with or even some sort of, you know, developmental issue when growing up, you know, we saw Tarizameen, but there was that other show, Aapki Antara, where she had, you know, something. And then the parents had to keep saying, like, Meri bachi pagal nahi hai. Yeah, we just la- you know label everyone as pagal, and even in other show like, movies like Tanuad's Manu and stuff, they just laugh at it, you know, calling it pagal pun. Um, mm. And in Pakistani dramas, they don't even assess the situation properly. Absolutely, there's no discussion about. Even when I watched um, Ishq Zainasib, right? They talked about his multiple personalities. They just talked about it. There was no actual information piece. Absolutely. And then there was that Mirissa number, whatever, with Usman Khalid, but and Harim and I think Maya, whichever. Again, they didn't address the actual issue. Mm. Even yeah. when Sana Javed did Ruswai, they didn't talk about PTSD properly. Absolutely. So, how can anyone have these conversations you know even Deepika when she came out it's almost like everyone thanked her for making depression fashionable right because then everyone was like support 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 but these are still more conversations that are taking place or approach like someone's depressed then they're still boring depressed you know no one wants them around insecure and people are making fun of you yeah yeah well, you know, like I feel like at one point it became like everyone has experiences of mental health issues, but it became fashionable to just put up a post about it. But what happens afterwards? How are you going to take that conversation forward? Is what a lot of people of influence didn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Deepika, when she made that post, she had a lot of power, she could have really ran with it. Um, you know, doing one panel discussion at some lit fest isn't enough. You need to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you have the resources to do more um you know all of us try in our own capacities to sort of be better in ter- with mental health right if if you have a friend going through something we try to get them into therapy or we mm-hmm. just talk right or like up instagram there are lots of posts a lot of mental health pages coming up but there's still a long way to go there's still such a long way to go because mm-hmm. you know it's the stigma around mental health is so horrible like i know that i hit the fact that i went to therapy for such a long time but because my anxiety was so bad i had to my parents can listen like this is something that i go through this is what my therapist is like yes mm-hmm. i go to therapy and like it had to be a discussion because i couldn't function because there's mm-hmm. so many people at home but it took a lot of time and i feel like there's still a lot of work that i need to do with my parents to like for them to understand that like okay i'm not broken like this is just something that happens and it's normal it's natural whatever um there are lots of kids who are not kids <laughs> like my friends who go and they just don't tell anyone but yeah. me because i've been open about it but other people don't know like their spouses don't know or their like their family doesn't know so there's just a lot of work that needs to be done around mental health especially now that we've gone through the year that we've gone through and are still going through like bahut zarurat hai that we understand what mental health is not only at home but in the workplace with our friends like everyone mm-hmm. everyone's mental health is shit Beyond, yeah, beyond shit actually at this point but we all need to, huh, we need to understand what is making what is affecting us and then we need to understand how we can get better or how we can work with it um so yeah like it's just a very long road and i just do not like for me it is such it is just annoying that we as a society we as a people are so like unaffected by mental health discussions mm-hmm. like sometimes i talk to some people like fa- like family cousins and i'm like they're clearly hurting they're clearly in so much distress but they will never go to a therapist yeah nahi hum to pagal nahi hona chahte but the solution is right there they won't take it and you know these are people that there's some men specifically i'd say they're just so alpha male when it comes to dealing with their problems they will spend millions or thousands or whatever it is into a wellness coach or a finance coach or something yeah but this is also some kind of wellness coach as well right like exactly it's the conversation of therapy i'll be honest i've tried it didn't work for me i haven't liked counseling either and that's what's built up my own resentment towards it i just won't try it but there's nothing wrong with I don't know just just going and talking to someone and figuring it out. Maybe therapy is not for you. There's other things you can do. My doctor just told me about something called self-guided counseling, which mm-hmm. is like you're doing it for yourself. No, like everyone's just checking in every so often that you're not going to, you know, off yourself. Um it's just such a shitty thing because when I was feeling down and like I went through a lot in the beginning of this year and my friends kind of just left, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was supposed to do and it was becoming so hard. I don't know who I was supposed to tell and then you know people always tell you that you shouldn't let people see that you're suffering. Yeah. I'm like, "Karun kya?" Koi na, like ek to there's the whole stigma of mental health and then there's the expectation of just always being okay. 
I very distinctly remember once in school. I actually don't remember what was stressing me out, but something was. And a teacher stopped the class. She's like, "Okay, you need to fix your like face right now because, like, whatever happens outside of this classroom, you need to f- like that's outside. You have to figure it out before you come in. Like, you can't sit around here with this face." And I was like, "What? What the fuck?" And at that moment, I was like, "Huh, okay, fine." And then I smiled, "Ha ha." But it it just goes to show, like, they you are expected to figure it out. You're expected to be okay, and you're expected to just be happy, Dory. And not be pagal, like not like, not be quote unquote pagal. What could specifically be ruining your life at that moment is just an inconvenience for other people. And like one thing yeah. I've noticed is like when your life has taken a pause, everyone else's continues. You uh-huh. know what? Like everyone just carries on. And I'm not expecting people's life to pause because mine is. But what I'm seeing is if mine has paused, that's because I need to reflect on what's going on. Absolutely. I can't keep getting back into this fucking rat race of life that you guys are so desperate to live. Like. It's just really hard because as soon as you get that, then it becomes you and you start telling people you are feeling a certain way, then they either act weird or like the people just don't know how to approach you mm. and they talk about you. Yeah, yeah. The worst and they is talk about you like you're so bichari. Yeah. Bichari. <laughs> but yeah, like it's just really, like, I don't even know. Like, it's just the most frustrating thing. Because that, op- like, fine, I understand therapy isn't for everyone. It isn't accessible for everyone. But at least talk about your emotions. They are your emotions. You are allowed to feel them. Mm-hmm. But why we've created this thing that, okay, you can't, you can't feel your emotions. That's not allowed. Then why have them? They don't, no. Sometimes even I say, you know, okay, God, why did you do this to me? You made me a so intelligent, so funny, and so sexy. Was your breath not sensitive? Oh God! But yeah, that sound like sometimes I wonder too. Like I'm like, why does this thing affect me, but everyone else seems to be totally okay? Chill, I mean, sab chill and then I wonder yeah. that how are people not affected but you know I think because of our experiences we are now especially with the pandemic I think I'm opening myself more to thinking you know what before I think that someone is being a bitch I'm just gonna say that they're projecting their issues mm. that way if someone is projecting their issues they sort out their shit and then we figure it out if not then I just realize that that person just is like that yeah um and that's that's just on that honey but <laughs> there's obviously different kinds of shaming that takes place in a pakistani society and we've talked about you know slut shaming very often as well we've talked about yeah. this shaming. we've talked about even fucking like status shaming the way we treat people um mm-hmm. but obviously we can't record for too too long so yes maybe on a next episode whoever's listening to this if you have any specific <laughs> stories or topics or any kind of shaming like if you use an android and not an iphone is shame, this an shame, shame yeah it's a direct attack pew pew i don't know why i do this podcast with you because we love it <laughs> batch okay as always thank you Bye. Bye. Bye.